Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. We've got the doctor. Dr. Jim Adams joins us, sponsored by Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Always nice to have you on. Dr. Adams, I'm sure you've seen the headlines that the largest multi-country COVID study shows links from vaccines to potential adverse effects. Can you break this down for us and tell us what's happening? So nothing to worry about. This is really good data, really huge study across multiple countries. And it looks to see if if there's adverse effects from the COVID vaccine. And not surprisingly, there was a little bit of increase in Guillain-Barre. Now, just realize Guillain-Barre, it's where your immune system attacks your nerves, your legs get weak. Uh, People with infections get Guillain-Barre, and that's principally how how it's caused. But there's a couple of cases out of a million doses of increased in Guillain-Barre. Or, and, but more interesting, vaccine myocarditis, out of every 100,000, there's about 36 cases of myocarditis from the vaccine. Now, 36 cases out of 100,000, very, very small. But if you get the COVID infection itself, there's 65 cases out of 100,000, much more common, almost twice as common from COVID infection. So, yes, the vaccine will cause a little myocarditis, but very rare and much less than COVID infection itself. Good to know. Okay, Flovent is uh, one of the most commonly prescribed childhood asthma medications. Apparently, it's not being manufactured in the U.S. anymore. That's caused a little panic among parents. What's happening in that that space? Oh, so due, due to a lot of complicated financial things, Flovent's taken off the market. But its generic equivalent, fluticasone, is still on the market so you can get the medicine. You can get the medicine if your insurance pays for it. So a lot of people who are getting Flovent aren't covered for the generic, and then now they're having um, they're having trouble getting access to it, or they're trying to be changed to other medicines that are is on their approved formulary. So it's creating great upheaval. It'll straighten out, but if you're on Flovent, talk to your doctor, talk to your insurer, make sure you can get access to it. And are we still having Adderall shortages too? Yeah, there's still Adderall shortages too. And similarly, and, and Adderall, because it's a controlled substance, has to get renewed for most people every month. So this is a, it's a big, uh, a big upheaval, but yeah, there is shortages still. I feel sorry for pharmacists. They seem to be overworked and there's so much that's not available. And when people go to get it, they, they get the brunt of their frustration. They do. The pharmacists are wonderful. They work hard and they really, really like to help people. And I feel bad for the nurses and the physician assistants and the doctors, all who are caught up in in the mess and the, and the poor patients and especially. It, it's just more complex than it needs to be. Yeah. Uh, the respiratory virus season, are, are we starting to wind down? Yeah, so we're seeing declines. It's really solid declines. It's good declines in flu, declines in COVID, but it's not gone. It's still there. And so it's not as common. It's on the decline. It's still time to get vaccines. I would still recommend it, but but it's it's on a solid decline. Hopefully that will continue in our research. Okay, that's good. Um, you know, I read the story. I think a lot of people saw the headline about the plague. The plague is back in Oregon, and they said it was likely spread by a cat. Can you explain what this is, and is it rare? 
It is rare. So it is the plague. It's the real plague. The plague from the Middle Ages, the Black Death, they killed all the people. So what happens is this this bacteria, Yersinia pestis, it exists in animals, animal reservoirs. And so if a flea bites an infected animal, think an infected rat or a cat, cats are really susceptible to this, then the flea bites the human, then the human can get can get this, this infection and get the plague. And you, you feel sick, the fever, aches, and, but you get a swollen lymph node or multiple lymph nodes. And then you should get checked out because it's very, very easily treated with antibiotics early. If it's really late, then it gets much more complicated and difficult. So this person was identified as having this plague, got the antibiotics, and it's fine. But yeah, it's the it's it's the plague, but it is real. Yeah, when you say the bubonic plague, you're like, what? That is the Black Death. You're th- I would have thought that that didn't exist anymore. But thank God we have antibiotics. All right, coming up next, we'll talk about the measles. There's an outbreak among kids in Florida, and a warning for healthcare professionals as well. That's Dr. Jim Adams with us. But first, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. 720 WGN. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Jim Adams from Northwestern. He is the chief medical officer at Northwestern Medicine, is with us. And we're seeing, you know, the measles pop up. Now we know there's an outbreak in Florida. This is among kids in an elementary school, but it's seen flare ups in a dozen states. Are we going to get a grip on this or is it going to continue to spread? Get their vaccinations. The vaccinations are really highly effective and they last lifelong. But in Florida schools, maybe 90 percent of the children have vaccinations. And in the best performing places, we have more 96 percent. And that gap makes all the difference. So if people get vaccinated, we won't see it. But we see a lot of people from other countries not vaccinated. We're getting them up to speed as fast as possible. But we we hope to prevent this. Is there anything more contagious than measles? Measles is the, one of the most highly contagious things there is. It lasts, it'll linger in the air for one or two hours. So if somebody comes through the airport and has the early signs of measles, maybe they're feeling just a little sick with no real rash yet, they could spread the virus into the air. So anybody susceptible will get it. 90% of the people who come through that space will, will get the measles. Very, very contagious. I know someone who, as a young person, was not able to be immunized. It's a family member because there was an allergy to egg or something in the vaccine. Has that changed or do you think people should speak to their doctor and see if they can get vaccinated if they weren't allowed to do it as a child? It's definitely worth the conversation with the doctor. Um, While the vaccines have evolved, so has some of the understanding about who can and cannot get the vaccination. And when the vaccination is at 96%, everybody else is protecting those few vulnerable people. And 90%, all of a sudden, we open up a bigger gap. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us, doctor. My pleasure. Thank you. Dr. Jim Adams from Northwestern Medicine.